So, Mike Heller, how are you? It's been a while. Has it? I thought I talked to you last week. That's a while. Okay, yeah, it's been a while. Didn't I talk to you yesterday? I don't know. It, yes, it, it, any amount of time away from my co-host is a while. Well, thank you so much. Well, you know, I'm beginning to think that this is more like a therapy session. <laughs> For you, <laughs> I'm your therapist. <laughs> so it all started in high school. They bullied me for having compassion for the animals. That's true. I'm being bullied right now on the internet. Yeah. I'm getting attacked. It's okay. You gotta you gotta just let it all roll off your back. I've realized that if you're not being attacked, you're not relevant. Mm, you're nobody till somebody trolls you. I'm not a mean person. You know, I'm a nice person. I come from a place of love. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that have extreme intolerance for vegan ideas. You have to just emotionlessly rebut them without taking it personally. I mean, I can also understand, like, let's say, like, a, someone who's a farmer or someone who makes their money. You're threatening their livelihood? Well, that's why some dairy farmers have realized they, there's more money in almonds. I've seen it. They former dairy farmers said this is a dying industry. Uh, we could make more money and do better as almond milk farmers. I wasn't going to talk about this thing that happened to me yesterday, but I decided like if we talk in generalities, then maybe it might be instructional, or maybe it'll I'll be able to work things out for myself. Tell me your troubles, <laughs> sir. Tell me about your mother. They're not really troubles per se. And and also, I mean, I think this also paints a picture of a person like me who has absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Making it up as you go along. I know what I'm doing and I have an objective, but then all of a sudden, all the details and intricacies of what I'm doing rear their ugly head. Am I being too vague? Yes, I'm sure you're going to you're going to zone in on it soon. But in general, since we are speaking in generalities, everything seems a lot easier when you conceptualize it and then when you actually try to do it step by step, every like complications arise and it becomes this big hullabaloo. I went ahead and put together like a little TikTok of of this let's let's we'll call it um mystery company. <laughs> And did I just mention a second ago? Did you mention it? Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll go back. Okay. So anyway, I, I worked with it. You might actually hear the company if I don't delete it when you mention mm-hmm. it. No. So anyway, I did a TikTok on this food tech that I found interesting. Mm-hmm. And it got a really interesting response from the audience. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, like, this would be a great topic for the podcast. Uh-huh. And so I decided to go ahead and contact this mystery company uh-huh. that is working in the vegan space. Now, there's all sorts of different companies that work within the vegan space. You know, there's small mom and pop places, there are medium sized companies, and then there's these sort of large Silicon Valley type companies. Vegan unicorns, as it were. Uh, Yeah, the ones that get like hundreds of millions of dollars of funding. Because they have a disruptive technology that is, you know, they can create some kind of entry barrier and be the only one 
and capture massive market share. So it's like, so guessing games like probably one of eight companies now <laughs> in the process of elimination. So this is a very large company, but I also assume that they had maybe, I don't know, a PR company or people that were connected with the company. And you I thought right. it would be, it would be really interesting to maybe talk to someone connected with this company and talk about their food tech, because I thought, I thought it was a very interesting, compelling food tech that has a lot to do with maybe ramifications into the future. And so I just sent them a nicely worded email. I said like, look, I, you know, I'm a creator. I have this podcast. Is there anyone we can talk to? I also created a TikTok that got hundreds of thousands of plays and a lot of response. And I would love my audience or our audience to uh, talk to someone about the food tech. And uh, they sent me a very blunt response saying, <laughs> you're nobody. <laughs> you're nobody. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they put me in my place, basically. Uh, they said that I was, uh, that, oh no, they said that they didn't have the time. They were very busy creating stuff. Creating their products? Creating their product. I guess so. I don't know. I, they supposedly had no one you know, in their PR department that had anything to do with publicizing their tech. Flash forward, 12 hours later, <laughs> I get an email from their PR company specifically asking if they could use my video in their advertising. You know, I thought about this. Okay, this is a very big company. Their PR company was a very large company. It wasn't, you know, it, it was a company that works with like giant brands. So, and this particular company, I mean, got a huge, like over, you know, many hundreds of millions of dollars of funding. And I'm, it's, it's, and the issue is it's not about money per se. I was already stuffed down into the ground by this company saying, no, we're not working with you. <laughs> and then it's like, we want to work with you. No, they want to passively accept what you've already made. <laughs> they don't want to do any effort. Well, no, no. They also wanted to work with me on other videos. <laughs> work with, Oh, work with you on other videos? Or yeah, for yeah, you yeah. to work for them they, on other videos? They were going to give me this amazing offer. Uh, the offer was I was going to create two TikToks for them, and they uh -huh. were going to send me some food. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> So they're well like spending the their time. hundreds of millions of dollars in whatever, in funding. So basically, over the course of the day, you heard the following. You're nobody, but you're somebody a little. You're nobody, but you're somebody we can use. <laughs> so, I okay, okay. So here's my quandary. My number one objective as a creator in the vegan space is save the cows. To present people with plant-based options, vegan options to promote less harm. And so there's part of me that says, okay, yes, I, I want to be in this place. I want to be the space where I can do this. That's also part of what, what made me not tell these people to F off. It's not about you. It's not about them. Yeah, no. And it's not about money. I mean, right. in, in some ways it is about money. It's about their money. It's, I mean, I, I don't want to be compensated by these people. I just feel like you know, I don't mind being a tool. I just don't want to be like a super tool. <laughs> you want to be a tool for the animals, not for these people and their whatever business practices.
that's how they do their business. They try to find, you know, micro influencers that will push out their message because that's part of the ground game now in, in advertising. I, I don't think you would mind being a free tool for them if they didn't initially uh, make you feel small. That's true. But but again, it, it, this is a, this really isn't about us, right? We're we're not we're not blabbing about ourselves. We're blabbing about these this innocent third party. So any way you can help this innocent third party, you know, everybody helps according to their abilities, and you've developed a certain set of abilities that help. Yeah, but I am blabbing about my my fragile ego. This is part of it, though. We're also in a situation where we're kind of bowing to the corporate world you know this corporate culture sure but at the same time in order to make uh veganism accessible to everyone in like you know in the middle of nowhere uh there has to be uh, some kind of infrastructure and a lot of the times that's an economy of scale and a lot of the times that means you know in order to go up against mcdonald's you need a mcdonald's sized company in that'll give you a 99 cent value meal that will let people with no money have access to things that aren't the products of cruelty. I think it's important for me to have that perspective, and I think I do. But my issue is is that do these companies need to exploit people? There is some punishment going on. There is some pain going on. There is something that is not correct when they're offering crumbs or less than crumbs and for them to sort of dress it up. I mentioned that I wanted to talk to someone in their space about their tech and they didn't address that all, all yeah. they were addressing was oh yeah yeah go ahead and make some videos you can need to educate your audience and go right. ahead and we'll give you we'll give you all this information and they kind of glossed over the what the reason why i contacted them in the first place and yeah. i put that front and center i said look i contacted you guys you said you had no time for me you contacted a different uh, department or something. Even so, I gave them that information, yeah. and they 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 acted like that paragraph did not exist in the email. Yeah, it's it's a little douchey, but I have a, a point to make. How far are we going to be manipulated by the corporate culture? Their their main objective is to make money and to spend as little money to make the money. Go ahead. And my answer to that is: in life, everything is negotiable. Okay, uh, and it's not personal. So. My my point is, it is natural and understandable and to be expected that when someone makes you an offer, you I mean, you you buy and sell gear, right? Sometimes they make you a lowball offer. You don't necessarily have to take it personally, which even though I know this is your art, it's personal for you. But you could always counter offer, you know, like uh, I do want money and not that you do in this case, but. You know, I want a, a lot of crumbs. I want many samples of your product. Uh, I will only do this if you give me access to a person to talk to on the podcast. Whatever it is, um, just because, like, you, you can't expect them to necessarily make a satisfactory offer right out the bat, right off the bat. You, you know, it's just part of the, everything in life is a negotiation. And I think the less personal we take it, the more effective we can be as negotiators and the more effective we can be at uh, like, you know, getting what we want out of situations. Thanks, Mike, but you're not in it. You're not in the <laughs> bunker with me. You're like, I mean, on the, you're on the outside watching the shrapnel <laughs> hit me in the head. <laughs> but it's, it, like I've been in situations where people ask things of me 
<laughs> not this specific situation. And I've found that if I like get upset and walk away, I lose opportunities. Whereas if I just take a step, take a breath and think like, hmm, this is what they want. Let's think of what I want. Let's think of how we can both uh, benefit from this collaboration. And uh, let's find a mutually agreeable outcome for everyone. And it's not, again, it's not personal. They're doing their job. It's not just that, Mike, though. It's yeah. it's me feeling uneasy being in bed with corporate culture. Oh, well, that's, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. Because I, I, I've already made my argument about the necess necessity of corporate culture. I've spent my life avoiding a job. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and these and people want me to. They, they, job, they, yes, really. it is. They're like they're already they're they're tasking me on stuff like oh, and we'll pay you with food. <laughs> <laughs> I find it kind of absurd, strange, and uh, I. But but yeah, I it's but I also it's that whole kind of uneasy concept of um you have these people that you know you're not sure what their real objective is i mean well their objective is to get grab the dollar and the they might be using people have a different yeah. you know they're they're trying to get certain pr milestones and they themselves might not even care about veganism yeah no i i'm sure they don't but and and it's kind of disingenuous for them to say oh yes you can talk to your little vegan friends I mean, your I, little. <laughs> they didn't say specifically talk to your little vegan friends, but but there was a there was a, an element of condescension right. in the communication. Like I was coming from, like you, this is my deal, man. I, I I have no problem, you know. I have no problem, you know, dealing with the devil. I just don't want to sleep with the devil. Sure, sure. <laughs> the the funny thing is when you do like uh, suck get up and negotiate with them they're gonna eventually let us interview somebody and then this podcast will have preceded it where we complain about their like not giving access and then like two episodes later it's gonna be like we're here with xyz company and they're great we don't we didn't mention the company so no one knows no Someone one will ever know the company <laughs> we never mentioned the company <laughs> i mumbled it well i'll cut that out minutes ago. i'll cut that out nobody knows who the company it's a mystery company the only people it's, that know, look, you know, they're not going to know because they're not going to listen to the podcast. That's true. Look, ultimately, nobody's perfect. No matter what, whether you're having a good day or a bad day. <laughs> oh, God. So what now, what is that part? You know, there's a subversive nature to what you said there in code. Why are you saying that type of thing? Are you trying to? I don't uh, know. I I'm just. Are you trying, trying to mess to... up our vegan cause, Mike Keller? You're trying to. <laughs> you're trying to muddy the waters. <laughs> I'm trying to cloudy it with a certain dairy product. <laughs> I understand that's part of the game, but I don't know. I I just feel like I feel like they could hire someone to create this stuff that you know that could better represent their company versus them taking content from other people they do both they hire people to get the really polished stuff with the huge budgets and then they supplement it with like uh stealing a little jason's we, yeah we, they, they, when they want to go down the dirty alley yeah <laughs> it's like the rough and dirty alley they go let's put a little vegan hack stuff in your want yeah. to get dirty every once in a while for the slum for slumming it so anyway
I don't know if I feel better or worse, but thank you for talking to me about this. <laughs> You're welcome. And My objective is to make you feel worse. And we love our community that listens to our podcast.